Welcome to Camera Ready and Able, the podcast that explores the intersection of media change and personal growth. I'm your host, Barbara Barna Abel, and my calling is to help you tap into your superpowers, clarify your message, and make an impact on the world. This episode is brought to you by the word confidence. My absolute favorite definition of confidence is faith or trust in oneself, because confidence is an inside job. Here to explore the power and purpose of confidence is one of my most favorite people on the planet, Delina Medine, who is a makeup artist, content creator, educator, and enthusiastic human. Oh, how I adore you. And the host of the newly released podcast, It Takes a Village, the true story of a beautypreneur. I am so excited to talk to you about this, Delina. Very warm welcome to you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, so much to talk to you about. First of all, why did you choose confidence? I think confidence is is something that you have to work on your whole life. And I think that it's it definitely feels like it's part of my purpose is to get more comfortable being in front of the camera because starting my career as a makeup artist and being very comfortable being behind the camera, I think it's just been this like switch and I'm not even sure in what rooms how to act. To me, I feel it just feels like this lifelong mission of one day I will hopefully feel even more confident. I feel like I own it, but there's always room to grow in it. Maybe is the mm-hmm. best way to say it. Well, one of the things I love from your website is uh, the line transforming inner confidence by enhancing outer beauty. Yeah, for sure. I think I think makeup is a really interesting tool because you're able to work with people to make them feel good about themselves. And I think that sometimes people think like, oh, okay, you have to transform the inner part of you so that the outer part of you is, 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 you know, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I feel really good. But it also can be kind of the reverse too. You can have your makeup done. You look at yourself in the mirror and you just, you kind of like give yourself a little, you know, (laughs) and you start to feel a little bit better. And the way that you show up and the way that you feel about yourself can be conveyed in just this like beautiful way. So it's awesome. It's just really awesome to work with amazing people and just help them feel really beautiful and confident. I believe in that a hundred percent. And it's actually a version of Amy Cuddy's, you know, her powerful thing along with the power pose was, and I say this all the time, fake it until you believe it. But that's part of the thing is that if you see yourself and you feel magical in that moment, it started to help you internalize yeah. and to, and to yeah. walk with that feeling of beauty and confidence, which I love. And the other thing you're like taglines are us as far as I'm concerned, because the other thing that I adore on your Instagram, it says, I love making people feel good. I do. So makeup, when I first got into makeup, you know, I think I was just interested in like the colors, the shapes and how to make people, you know, like how to contour and how to highlight and how to do different eye shapes and lip shapes and like how to reduce redness, you know, all of these different things you learn. But the truth is, I think what keeps me in it is that it feels like a superpower in a way because I'm able to work with people. They feel good and then they go do amazing things afterward. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're living in their purpose in the makeup that I'm doing for them. And I also really love relationships. So every person that I work with, it's kind of like, once I start working with them, it's, you know, if we hit it off, we're going to work together for a long time because it just, there's synergy there. It feels good. And then there's that trust. So they don't even have to think about the makeup anymore. They can just go do their thing and go be great. But yeah, it's all about making people feel good. I think that's the sauce that keeps me excited about doing it. 
There's also such a strong correlation between makeup and the performance. The same thing goes with styling and why, you know, in a scripted series, how important that is to the character. But the makeup is so important for anyone who's going out on a stage or in front of a camera from one confidence to, but your incredible skill set. I mean, you have to play with how light hits our skin, different shades of skin with different lighting, different makeup for different situations. It's all amazing. But so I, are you okay if we stop for one second and talk about some of the amazing women that you do work with? And maybe some men, but you have some amazing clients when you talk about working for a long time and what that brings to both the scripted and unscripted, what that means on camera. For sure. Um, I actually worked with the uh, the VP last week, VP Kamala Harris. It was my first time working with her, and that was like amazing. Okay, okay I'm just stopping for a second. I'm all like a flutter back here. Okay. She's amazing. She really is amazing. She's very amazing. Like in the middle of doing her makeup, I was like, "You have a very comfortable energy," and she was like, "Thank you." Because <laughs> I did. I felt so comfortable. I was like, "Wow!" Like it's so interesting. It just it, it felt like hanging out with somebody who's just like I don't know almost like a family member. I felt like I was hanging out with my auntie in a way. But yeah, it was, I think I, I really, you know what I feel like I'm very attracted to? And I, and, and for a long time, I think I was just like, oh, this is really great that I get a chance to work with these amazing people. And then I started to realize, I was like, Selena, you're attracted to powerful women because you are a powerful woman, you know? So I, all of these women that I work with are, I'm the most comfortable in the room with, you know, most of the women that I work with are executive producers of their own shows. They own their own production companies. They are not only actors, but they also are running these, you know, these huge companies and they have a lot of people that report to them. And I'm very comfortable in those spaces. I like being around women who hold space and take up space and hold power. So I think that I've just been very, like my career is built with women that have a lot going on. And it's just cool. It's just super dope. I really love it. Man. You know, this is a nice segue then to your own story that is your aha moment. So I'd just love you to walk through when you made the brave decision to take the bold step to leave your corporate job. And I love this. Start living your life as a creative artist because your bio doesn't say and become a creative artist. You deliberately use the language that says start living, which I think is so powerful. And that alone takes a tremendous amount of confidence just to put it out there. Thank you for saying that. You know, I learned uh, like a long time ago that words are extremely powerful and the way that you use them like past, future, present tense is really important. And so it's funny that you say that because I didn't even really realize that I wrote it like that. But in my mind, it's it's like having this being able to say that you are something even before it's actually realized or actualized it it creates this kind of energy around it to propel you forward in that space and so i feel like i am living what i am writing you know or i'm living what i'm saying which is really cool so yeah makeup has been makeup has been amazing so i want to back up for everyone who's listening who doesn't know you as I do, that you didn't just wake up one day and you were a makeup artist working with some of the most extraordinary women on the planet. Um, So you have a degree in chemistry, which is extremely important in this space because beauty and skincare is all about the chemistry. 
and you were working a corporate job. So I just want to find out a little bit about that background. And also, what was that aha moment? Because this obviously is going to tie back to confidence. What gave you the confidence to make a really, really bold move? You know what? I'm glad we're we're talking about this because I think I was trying to figure out when I was working on, I know we're going to talk about it later, but when I was working on the podcast that is releasing now, I really, in my mind, I was like, what's the part that there was that switch, that confidence moment. And I think I want to say it was when I was working in corporate, I started at, you know, at Cisco systems and within like three years, they told me it would take me like five or six years. I had like tripled my salary. So I think that confidence of like getting to over six figures at like mid twenties and being like, Oh, hold on. This is wait, if I'm able to do this here, Right. And then the thing is, is when you quit your job and you're making over six, then when people start offering you a little bit of money to do this job and this job, you start being like, no, 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 I need to get paid this. I need to get paid that. So you start speaking with more confidence when you're asking for your rate. I don't think the confidence in the makeup was as much of the driver because I, I I think I'm a great makeup artist, but I know so many amazing makeup artists. I think the separation of whether you're doing well or not doing as well is literally just being able to say, hey, this is my worth. This is how much this is how much this is going to cost and being able to stick in that. And I think because I had this ability to make money in corporate and I was <sighs> moving into this new creative space, I was like, well, why can't I make the same amount of money here. If I'm going to quit this job, I need to make it to be, it needs to be worth it. So how can it be worth it? You know? And so I think that was really the main, the main thing. I think that was the, that kind of helped me, I guess you could say in like an aha moment, like, oh. Wait, I, I want to stop and sit with this in a sec because this is powerful to think about that many of us, when we have a big dream and you actually finish the sentence, I have the confidence to make this my business because you were already being a makeup artist, doing side projects, doing your own makeup, doing a friend's makeup for a big date or a wedding. You are, But when you got super specific and granular, I can make this a thriving, successful business. Totally. It was, it was never in my mind, like the idea of a struggling artist was never something that I really connected with. And you also own your value and your worth. Wow. Where'd you, where'd you get that? I want to meet your mom. <laughs> yes. I, you know, yes, definitely my mom. Um, I think it's also a little bit of like proving, proving some of that to them too, because it's like my parents very much created this like very stable environment for us as kids. And, um, you know, my mom, my mom went to work, my dad went to work that, you know, I didn't have to worry about where money was coming from. It's not like we were, we weren't very wealthy, but we weren't, you know what I mean? We weren't struggling as a family either. Or if we were, we didn't know. My sister and I didn't know. So I think that they had set this baseline of stability that let us have this ability to dream, you know, because if you're not worried about <laughs> provisions, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're not worried about food, you know, you're not worried mm -hmm. about clothes. You're not worried about all these things. There's no struggle real, really in your life. It's like, oh, okay what else? You know? And so because they, they gave us that, I think really um, made us just want more. And I also think they just had really high expectations for what we would do in life. Like my sister is now in sales working. She went to law school. 
she now works for like a law, um, like a law sales tech company. You know what I mean? And it's like, wait, how'd you find that? You know what I mean? And she's doing really well. She's about to get like this huge promotion. And so I feel like both of us just kind of have this very big, like high achiever mentality. I just think it's amazing. <laughs> Because most of us would have high achiever mentality. And then it's like, and then I have a therapist to deal with like yes. the drama of the gifted child. But, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Everyone can speak the same language. But wait, I digress. Because then I want to get in real. So you moved from North Carolina to New York to pursue a career in fashion. And you're enter, you know, you enter fashion through makeup. Amazing. But now you're, you know, in the biggest sandbox in the world. <laughs> yeah. And you're meeting other awesome people who have a lot of confidence or or not. Anyway, I just meant, are there moments where you can say, yeah, oh yeah, I had to dig deep into this one. Or, you know, can you describe a moment you walked in the door, had to pitch or something and you actually started to feel your knees knock? Anything? Yeah. Um, I think that, you you know, what's really interesting in terms of energy. I feel like I feel a lot of people's energy. And I think that I definitely relate to being like a high sensitive and definitely being somewhat of an empath, more of a, an emotional empath than a physical empath. Cause you know, you can feel it in your body or it's like, or it's like, you can just like feel it in like all of your emotions in your mind. And I feel a lot of stuff. And so I think that if people feel confident, I'm, it's easier for me to match that, right? Like if you're like, Hey, she's got it. It's fine. Then I can kind of match that energy. But sometimes when, when you walk in and it's like, you feel doubted, as you're doing something, it can it can weigh on you while you're creating something, especially when you want to be creative. Or you know what else can also be tough? Let me give you a specific example. So I remember when I first started doing makeup and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, this is one of those jobs that I left uh, Salesforce for and was like, oh, I'm going to go and, uh, you know, do this for a couple of days. And I was like, let me take PTO. <laughs> go do makeup. That's where I was at mentally. And so I went into this um, like web series and I remember working on this web series and the lead actress was so mean to me, like unbelievably just so mean. And when I tell you I was working for like peanuts, like I was working for like nothing. I told her to take my mom's word. My mom would be like, it was peanuts, Delina. It was like nothing. And, and it was so interesting because I remember just feeling like why, you know, why is, why is this happening? You know, like, wh what is it that I am, maybe I'm doing something because I'm never the person who's like, oh, they're wrong. I'm like, well, what can I do to change me so that they can feel better? So I started to have this like super internal dialogue. And then I remember it. So I think the shoot was like maybe five days. And in the middle of the shoot, I took one of those days to take a class with an artist because I'd been trying to like get better at doing makeup. So the day I come back, so we're talking like, so one, two, I do with this, uh, this uh, actress, come back. Uh, day three, I do a training session. And day four, I come back on set and there happens to be a guest actress on the set. And I do her makeup and her and I get, all, get along perfectly. And she ends up looking better than the lead, Barbara. And because guess what? That's what it is. It's like when you're comfortable... And when you're talking and when you're, you're relaxed, you know, you're relaxed in your environment, it's like, there's a connection there. Working with people when they want to be difficult is hard. You know, you tell them to look left, they want to look right. You tell them to look up, they want to look down, you know? So you have to learn how to balance all of these emotions. And I think that 
that that's definitely been something where I've always said to myself, okay, if I'm ever in a situation where the person doesn't seem to respect me, it doesn't matter who this person is. It could be the most famous person in the world. It could be the most amazing person in the world. I will never work with them again because I didn't leave my corporate job to go work for myself and work with people that don't respect me. Like then I would just, that's, I'm turning my freelance job into working for someone else really. Cause now I'm not enjoying it anymore. You know? Well, that goes back to living your life as a creative artist and making those choices and honoring that gift and also what you bring. I mean, I can, I can attest to this. I mean, I live for my weird, but fabulous green primer that you turned me on to, to deal with my rosacea, because you're so good at the color correction. Um, and, and that does really circle back to all of this is the confidence that the, the connection between internal confidence and the external confidence, right? Yeah. And how we, we show up for each other. Cause you realize that actress, now, I think from experience, you're going to say that actress who was mean, it had nothing to do with you. It, it was unfair. It was unfair. And, it's, it's, and we can say it's unprofessional, but it comes with the territory because I don't, we don't know what was going on with her, that she would project that so much out. Yeah. You know, the world is really small and actresses that are working regularly, it's also very small. But I think that it's just really important. You have to set your boundaries as a person. And I think at that point, I was still working. You know, I was still working that out. But it was one of those moments where it was like pivotal. And I have never gone back on that. Like, if we don't get along, if it doesn't seem to be the right fit, it's because it's not meant to be. And that's okay. And everybody has a bad day. But, you know, that was, <laughs> I'm out. No, but I love that too, is the connection that you've just drawn there between setting boundaries and confidence. Because I do go back to confidence is an inside job and it takes a long time to tap into the realize it's not an if then when it doesn't it's like if that happens, then I'll be confident. It's like we we make things happen because of our confidence, but boundaries are a really helpful way right. to show up confidently and give yourself, you know, some safety, which is great. The other thing I do love how you talk to people and you really do have great energy. And again, it's right there on your website. I love that it says hello queen when I show up. <laughs> I always love to think it's just for me, but I know it's for everyone. <laughs> I love that. I love that you feel like I'm talking to you. That is exactly how I want you to feel. That's perfect. Well, I am talking to you. So let's talk about your new podcast series. It yes. takes a village. I'm excited. I'm so excited. You're on it. I'm on it. Yeah. Okay. So full disclosure, I'm on it. November 30th, mark your calendars is the episode we'll be discussing everyone is on camera, which by the way, Delina and I've discussed a lot in webinars and Instagram lives together. And especially during the, you know, recently during the pandemic, because we both really believe in the inner exterior, inner confidence, exterior confidence. So, but talk to me, what prompted you to create, because yours is really interesting because it's actually a podcast series. It's a self-contained concept. Yeah. Well, you know, I really wanted to have something where um, I like things that start and finish. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I know I want to do this and I want it to feel, and I want it to feel almost like, like an audio book in a way, but I didn't want it to just be me speaking because I think that the truth is, is that whenever there's an expert in the room or whenever there's somebody that I'm talking to, the people that, you know, I'll introduce everybody to as my village, they are people that I lean on for, you know, confidence, to be honest, right? Like, I think with knowledge comes confidence too. And understanding what it is that you're wanting to convey, it, it creates this sense of like, you feel more powerful 
I think, when you have the knowledge to share with other people. And I think that one of the things that I really wanted to focus on within this podcast is uplifting the people that have helped me become or helping me become. I think I'm in a process right now, right? It's not like I've like arrived to where the final destination is, but I think that where I'm at right now, I want to be able to say, these are the people that have really poured into me in such a beautiful and just like really pure way. And whenever I, you were talking about like an aha moment, I feel like every single time I talk to every one of the 10 episodes at all, every one of the 10 people, I get these aha moments and I go, oh, okay. And I feel more inspired and I feel more excited. So I'm hoping that people can gather that from this and hopefully find those people in their life too. I, I'm hoping it extends beyond just uh, being a makeup artist. I, I'm, I'm hoping that people who are interested in creative fields and interested in becoming something and just don't know where to start. Because coming from North Carolina, like I didn't know anybody who lived in New York. Like this is all created within the past 10 years. Like I don't, I didn't know anybody here. I knew not one person in a creative field. And I feel like, you know. So what was your first step? What'd you do besides have an incredible sense of purpose? I mean, you knew what you wanted. um, Yeah. I think one of the first things I did was uh, I found a business coach. And I think that that was really important to me. And now in this environment, I think 10 years, you know, 10 years later, I feel there's everybody's a business coach now. So it's really interesting. But at that time, what I was really looking for, and I think that this was a really big differentiator in terms of business coaches, is don't look for somebody who has a business coaching business. Look for somebody who had a business that was running successfully that now is a coach right? Like they played the game and now they're coaching because now they can tell you a little bit more. They can give you information about how things were 20 years ago. And so my coach, uh, Crystal Wright, who I'm also going to introduce as part of my village was one of those people. Like I talked to her and she had run, a, her agency was called Crystal Agency for 20 years. And then uh, she started, you know, her uh, consulting business or uh, her business coaching business. And for me, that was important, learning how to negotiate, learning the terms of how to speak. Because when you're, when you're running a deal, you got to know how to talk about, you know, everything that you're talking about. Otherwise they'll be like, wait, she doesn't know, but they couldn't oh. tell. <laughs> but that goes back to your title, a beautypreneur. Yes, the, 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 definitely. The putting those two together. I always try to remind everyone that um, whatever you do, you're a solopreneur at the very least whether Always. you realize it or not. So I love that you're very, very clear on that. And that's a wonderful differentiator. I mean, I feel like I've spent my whole 20 years of running my own business catching up because I, I came up where I had zero business background. It was just like, you know, the creatives were running amok, but um, it's so important. It is. It's so important. It's like there are things that you learn because I remember when we were talking and you were talking about your background at um, MTV and like, you know, that that understanding of what, you know, a, what casting is looking for is now, oh, of course you can tell people what it is that they need to have. So you know what the other side is looking for. And I think that that's really it's so valuable because otherwise we're guessing. Right. And I think that everyone's so much in this rush to become this expert in whatever the field is, like we don't necessarily want to take this time to like sit and learn and study and be a novice in it because it's okay to not know everything. Um, and it's okay to say, this person taught me this, go follow them, go work with them, go pay them. You know, you don't have to all of a sudden become the expert and, you know, and it's literally like, but you don't know enough yet when they get to year two, who do they call? <laughs> you know? So 
Oh, Delina, I love that you're singing my song. That is so beautiful. Thank and you. you said you don't know what the end destination is. I mean, who does? But like 10 yeah. years in, how do you describe at this moment where you started to where you feel you are now? Um, I feel like I'm finally, you know, I think one of the reasons of, of creating this podcast, I think too, is I started to feel this like um, stability. I started to I started to feel that now. And I, I think that just in all honesty, I think that people expect to jump into this new venture and just immediately feel very stable in it. And I think you just have to be very comfortable with the ambiguous nature of running your own business, right? Like there are things today I had no idea I'd be doing today before our call. Like yesterday, I thought today might have looked different. But you just kind of roll with it and you just let it let it be. And I think that the life of being an entrepreneur or being uh, you know, somebody who works for yourself is definitely getting very comfortable with surprises and being okay with the fact that you may not always know. Well, you also had the confidence to get through the pandemic. And can we talk for a sec about how, how that immediate decision you made every day at 11 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. So uh, what Barbara is talking about is uh, I did a uh, an Insta Live every day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. for like basically a year. And I really what it started as is, number one, I wanted to keep my skills sharp because I knew that, you know, if you don't practice something, you're not going to be as good at it, you know? So um, that was the first thing. And then the second thing was I also knew that um, we had been working on um, hosting and me starting to do more things on camera. And I knew that I had to get good at multitasking and doing multiple things at the same time. And the best thing to do is like, you know, InstaLive is the best place to practice like hosting, you know? Um, and funny enough, like, I think, was it five months into me doing that? Then the Today Show like called me and then I started doing a Today Show segment, like a beauty segment. And I was like, what? So it was, it was one of those things where I think the internet, and you've mentioned this to me many a many times. You're like, if you want to do something, just make a segment and put it on, put it on the web. Like, just put it on some kind of social media platform. Keep doing it, and it'll turn into something. And it's really like that right now. It's very like you conceptualize it. For me, it's not even like for me. It was letting people into my um, creative process. So. A lot of it wasn't even really planned. It was just, hey, I'm interested in like playing with the color pink today. Okay, let's see where we can incorporate it. And then as we're doing that, we're like talking and like laughing and joking around about like personal life stuff. <laughs> it was so generous, so joyful. If you haven't had a chance to see it, Delina, what is your Instagram handle? Delina Medhin, D-E-L-I-N-A, last name Medhin, M-E-D-H-I-N. Go watch because I got to tell you how much joy you would bring to me every day going, we're just going to do today, just a vision in pink sparkles or whatever it was. And sometimes I'd love like, now it's going to be a neutral phase. But um, I loved, to your point, the showing up, the consistency, very, very clear on what you were doing, but also very generous. It's so welcoming. And I then, you know, spontaneously thought, I'm going to take a class with you. And I felt so welcome and seen and heard in that class. And I mean, it just speaks volumes about you and going back to the notion of how we show up, having the confidence in ourselves to show up for others, which I think is what not only did you do for the rest of us via Instagram, um, and then also took confidence on your part to just say, I'm just going to go do this in a time when the world was completely tilting off its axis. But also, I think how you decided I'm going to show up for Vice President Harris. So, okay, let's be real for one second. What did you, what did, did you do a happy dance or anything when you got the call? 
Yes, I was excited. I think that like I felt very you nervous. Please tell me you were nervous for a second. Something. I, you know what's really funny? No, I wasn't. That was really interesting, right? Like so I, awesome. I feel like, but I but I think it goes back to that comfortable energy, like the like when somebody's comfortable to be around when they're like. It, it doesn't, I don't feel nervousness. It's more of when I just can't really figure them out as a person. When I walk in and I'm like, what are they like? You know, then that's, I feel like where the nervousness comes from. But I'm, I'm very, uh, her makeup artist that works with her in DC spoke to me beforehand. And like, you know, we, and she was like, she's lovely and all that. So I feel like all of the, any of that wasn't really there. I worked with her and I worked with, um, uh, I work with Alana Glazer, uh, who did Broad City for a while, and she just was in a, a recent film. I work with um, Issa Rae, uh, a lot of comedians, actually. A lot of comedians, a lot of powerful women. <laughs> I work with Phoebe Robinson, Francesca Ramsey. Yeah. Mm, who I love, by the way. Who introduced us, actually. Francesca yeah. Ramsey introduced us. So yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's such a gift. I can't even begin to explain how important makeup is as a component, by the way, for men and women, mm -hmm. it, because we, we underplay how important it is for men and just skincare and how our skin reads on camera and the importance of having moisturizer and powder. I'm still a believer in bronzer. Um, yes. <laughs> anyway, so I want to thank you so much. So tell, okay. So it takes a village the Journey of a Beautypreneur premieres on all the platforms, yes? Yes, all the platforms, October 5th. Fantastic. October 5th, 2021. Oh, I'm so excited. And our okay. episode together, and I'm beyond honored that you considered me, is November 30th, where we discuss everyone is on camera. Yes, everybody is on camera. I think that, like, I mean, I mean, your message has always been being on camera is important. And uh, I agree. Tremendously. I think that it's super important. Yeah, because we've all been on camera for so long without realizing it. And, and now it's not going away. I know. And it can change your life. I think that that's the, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I think a lot of people are confident and shy at the same time, right? Like quietly confident, I like to call it. Like privately with their friends, they're super confident. But then when you turn on the camera, they're like, and it's like, well, you just talk to me the way you were talking to me a second ago. And they're like, the camera's on, you know? And so it's really just getting comfortable with just being yourself. And I think that the more authentic you are, um, the easier I think it is. You're not changing who you are in all these different places. There you go. It goes right back to one, it's an inside job. And two, what you did with Instagram stories. It's a tool. It's there for you. Just practice. It, it works mm -hmm. for you, not the other way around. You are such a gift, Alina. So once again, it takes a village the podcast, The Journey of a Beautypreneur, is available now everywhere where on your favorite podcast platform. And the episode that we did together drops November 30th. I will be reminding everyone. <laughs> and in the meantime, thank you for listening to Camera Ready and Able. If you would like info on upcoming classes or one-on-one -on -one private coaching, please skip on over to my website, ableintermedia.com, and shoot me a note. And as always, please be sure to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Oh,